It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Oh, the new year rejoin. Jerry Hill is with us. Did you? Did we play this for you last week, or is this the first you're hearing it? And no, we did. We did it in studio, right? Yes, yes. I think Aaron played it that time. Okay, yeah. very good, very good. So uh, we've got I, alternate I, I, versions, yeah. all yeah. dance related, all boogie related. So uh, yeah. that's good. Welcome yeah. in, Jerry Hill, and uh, Aaron was really disappointed you're not in studio today. I'm sorry. I got tied up with some stuff here at the office. Busy man, Aaron. I told you. Busy man. Just got my hopes up. We're, you know, that's I, know, I know. I know. We're fortunate to get him on the phone. Jerry, uh, let's talk. Let's start Baylor men's basketball with the win last night over BYU, their second game in Foster Pavilion, first conference game in Foster Pavilion, and a really good win over, a, I think, a really good BYU team. Yeah, John, I think that's a BYU team that's going to beat a lot of folks. You know, I think they're kind of getting used to the Big 12. Uh, and maybe in a little sense, maybe Big 12 refs are getting used to <laughs> BYU as well. They play really physical uh, on defense. And and then, you know, I, I heard somebody make the point, you know, why the free throw differential. <clears throat> they're predominantly, uh, you know, a jump shooting team. So you're not going to get a lot of those foul calls if you're not like just taking it to the hoop and and when they do take it there it's usually on backdoor cuts and nobody's there so um that's i think why you wind up with a little bit of that uh free throw differential i think baylor wound up with 20 free 28 free throws and byu only shot 14 so um but yeah i think this is a byu team that's going to beat a lot of folks uh, down the road Thought Foster Pavilion uh, and the fans that were there last night get a uh, high five, you know, for helping Baylor to the win. Yeah, Scott uh, got on the. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if they're if they're always ready for him to do that, you know, when he just grabs the mic, and oh, yeah. thanks the fans and stuff, because he's uh, John. You know, I mean, he's kind of loud, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, they got to get those volumes. You know, they got to get him worked up. Yeah. So I had noticed. Uh, yeah, no, I had noticed he's that. Right. They they. I think they were a big factor in that game, and there were certain points, and I've seen this in pretty much every game in the Foster. It just seems like, and, and this kind of reminds me a little bit of Kansas, that it's almost like they know when the team needs it, and the fans really get into it at the right time. So it's not, you know, maybe 40 minutes. It's not, it's not the whole time, but they really get into it when Baylor needs them. Yeah, uh, good. Uh, you're right. The fans were good, and they were loud at the right time. They, yeah. uh, you know, carried, helped uh, push the team along at the right times last night. So I thought it was a great atmosphere uh, again last evening. Uh, and for Baylor, uh, they had uh, a lot of guys contribute. You know, it wasn't just one person helping them to the win last night. Yeah, and that's, John, that's pretty much every game seems like, you know, I, I noticed a stat, I think it was in Matt Roberts' notes, that um, you know Jalen Bridges scored 25 um, last night, um, his season high, but he's one of five guys that have scored at least 20 points in a game. Mm. So that, that tells you kind of the balance and depth of this team, that there's that many players that are capable on any night, you know, and, and sometimes you just don't know who that's going to be. Some, you know, like I was looking, uh, I think it was at some point in the second half, 
I realized that neither Eve Misi or Josh Ojanunu, uh, neither one of them, it's, neither one of the bigs had scored a point. You know, Josh wound up with four free throws, and I think that was maybe his career high. You know, and he went four for four, uh, but Eve did not score, and I think he had one rebound. Um, so, you know, again, it wasn't their night, but other players stepped up, and that's kind of the mark of this team is that um, different guys are going to step up every night, you know, and, and uh, certainly last night it happened to be Jalen Bridges. Uh, but like you said, I mean, there were four other guys that scored in double figures. So uh, it's a really hard team to guard and, and to defend just because it just seems like they just keep coming in waves. And, you know, when you've got Langston Love coming off the bench, and he's he's really been playing well lately, John, and he had a you know great game again uh, last night. So he's big, and I, I think he's kind of accepted that six-man role and, and really thrived in it because he's, you know, I know he's had back-to-back really good games, but he's had 10 double-figure scoring games this year already. All right, so big win for the men over BYU. Uh, now Cincinnati comes in on Saturday. Cincinnati, a team that sat this past Saturday went to Provo and knocked off BYU, and yep. Cincinnati played Texas off their feet last night. Texas did win by a point, uh, yep. but it'll be another tough game on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it de- it definitely gets your attention, John, when you see that Cincinnati went on the road and beat uh, uh, BYU, and BYU shot – like 13 of 46 from three in that game. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Cincinnati was doing a great job running them off the three-point line and didn't give up a lot otherwise. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Nail or Canale. He, he had nine three-pointers in that game. So he scored 27 points, and they only scored 60 as a team. So you know Cincinnati was playing a little defense, and, and I think you're, that's what you're going to see on Saturday as a team that, that's really going to play, you know, kind of some lockdown defense. Jerry Hill, our guest, Baylor Insider, talking all things Baylor Athletics. Uh, How about the women? They are one of three unbeaten teams in women's college basketball and taking that act on the road to uh, play KU coming up tonight. Yeah, John, this is a a big week for them. You know, they've already got some, you know, wins of note, obviously beating Texas on the road. Um, you know, that was a big one to, to open conference, but then you come back and you, you beat a ranked TCU team here and, and then beat Houston, uh, on the road, uh, Saturday. So this is a big week where they go on the week and, uh, go on the road and face a Kansas team. That's, I don't know. It's a little bit of a mystery because, you know, this was a team, John, in the preseason poll that was picked third in the uh, coaches poll, uh, behind Texas and Baylor. And they're sitting here at seven and seven, zero oh and three in conference. Now we'll say all three of their first their first three conference games were all on the road, mm. so that's a tough go right. um, to start out that way. And you know, two of uh, two of their conf- two of their non conference losses were to like top ten teams by single digits. So this is a very capable team. They went they won the WNIT last year, and you know, I, I think coming back from that, I think they thought, well, we're going to get back in the NCAA tournament. They've got a lot of those players back, but just, you know, things haven't played out certainly the way that they hope to. I know they've been kind of banged up a little bit too, but uh, yeah, they've got some talent on that team. So that'll be a, that'll be a tough uh, game uh, tonight. And then they play, they go to Iowa state um, on Saturday and that's an Iowa state team. That's three and zero in the league. Uh, wasn't expected maybe to, you know, be this good. Um, Cause they had lost a lot of players in the portal, including Danae Fritz. That's, right here at Baylor University. So 
um, you know, they've kind of reloaded and, and, and off to a 3-0 and start. So, again, this will be a big week for the women um, to see if they can kind of live up to that. You know, they just moved up to number four in the Associated Press poll, you know, their first top five ranking in a little over two years. So, uh, you know, I, and I do think they're that good. But, you know, they need to go prove it on the road. Yeah, very good. So that's tonight, uh, 6 p.m. airtime, 6.30 tip-off right here on ESPN Central Texas for Baylor, Kansas, Big 12 women's basketball from Lawrence. And look ahead to the weekend, Jerry. Uh, We're starting to get the spring sports kind of crank into gear, and uh, there's some other things going on this weekend. There's more than basketball? More than basketball. How about that? That's pretty cool. I know you know that. Yes, there is. (laughs) <laughs> like men's yeah, we're tennis up this week uh, with uh, men's tennis. We'll host a doubleheader on Saturday. They will definitely be playing in the indoor facility because uh, the temperatures are not going to be conducive to playing outside. So they'll play Abilene Christian at noon and then Lamar at six. So they get it going. Uh, you know, they just came back from Palm Springs, a great trip there and got a lot out of that. And, and uh, so they'll actually get their dual match season started this weekend. And then track will be down at A&M. You know, it seems like it's really early to get started. Uh, and I think this will be a good one just to uh, – A&M's got a new indoor uh, facility, and, and I think it'll be good for them to get on the, on that. And, man, John, this is a bit, this will be kind of an exciting uh, track season. I, we got uh, Coach Ford earlier in the week uh, for the podcast, and they've got four home meets. I, I wow. know that Baylor has never had that. Right. And they've got a new track surface, so – um pretty cool i think it's i think he said it's the same one that oregon has Mm. same one that ut has and those are you know those are schools that host ncaa championships so um pretty pretty neat and then big 12 championships will be here this year outdoors so uh yeah it's it's an exciting season for track as well for home meets for track and field that's uh like having eight home football games (laughs) don't don't bring that up oh okay (laughs) Let's don't go there. I I think uh, track and field is going to take care of that home field. I got you. I got you. That is is rare, though, to get four home meets in the same year. Like I said, even three. I know, you know, a couple times when they've hosted uh, the Big 12 championships, they have had three in a year. Mm. uh, And then sometimes they only have one. Um, You know, they'll have the the Michael Johnson or the Baylor Invitational, but they've got both of those. They've got a one day. I think it's like a. NCAA, you know, pre-qualifying meet or something like that. Um, but then, yeah, the Big 12 championships as well. So be a uh, bu- busy schedule over there at the Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. Cool. Very cool. All right, Jerry, thanks very much. Great to visit with you. Aaron, I'm sorry I didn't get to see you today. We'll uh, we'll give it a go next week, all right? I'm looking forward to it. I always enjoy it. All right. Having you in the studio last week, it was it was, it was a thrill. Better, yeah. It was a thrill of a lifetime for Aaron. Make I can I can yeah yeah and for me also. Uh, hey, thanks guys, appreciate it. All right, thanks, Jerry, Jerry, thanks very much. Jerry Hill with us, Baylor Insider. Always great to visit with him, whether it's in person or by phone. Great to visit with Jerry. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll look ahead. We'll wrap things up in the two o'clock hour. Right after this break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank in their several locations, two to be exact, in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown, and let them help you and your business succeed. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Go Cowboys! 
This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Prescott's back to throw, looking right. Only heard here. Throws it in the end zone, caught for a touchdown in the back of the end zone. All season. By C.D. Lamb. Sunday afternoon, it's playoff football with your Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Packers. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas.